name's Sid Garza Hillman, and this is what I think. I'm going to play a little Jeopardy-style game. I'm going to give you the answers, and then I'm going to say the question. Here we go. Statements, the following. Eating soy feminizes boys. Kids, teenagers, must have dairy in order to grow properly. Vegans are anemic, not enough iron. Uh, It's dangerous to even attempt a vegan pregnancy. Uh, And so those are the statements. uh, Question, things my children's teacher said in class last week. Hmm? Things my children, my twins, freshmen in high school, that were said by the teacher in their class. And then they walk outside of the class and a guy, kid, walks up to my son and goes, you must eat a lot of soy because you sound like a girl. And there it is. If you wonder why I wrote Raising Healthy Parents is because I have to take care of myself to deal with that kind of crap and deal with it. I did. Little phone call to the principal. Stern. That's not his last name. That's my tone. Got off the phone. My wife was like, whoa. She didn't think I was going to. I wasn't mean. I didn't yell. But was I direct? Yeah. And the thing about it is, I know they have a they have a syllabus and they have to do what the USDA tells them and it's dairy for healthy bones. There's no science on it, but that doesn't seem to matter to anybody. However, the whole other thing about vegan this, vegan that, that's the personal agenda of that teacher. I don't walk in, I don't have my kids walking in saying, we're vegan. They're just kind of sitting there going, holy shit, all eyes on them now. Um, and it's super inappropriate, like super inappropriate. Side note, my son, 14, he raises his hand and goes, well, actually, the whole soy thing, that's not true because it's phytoestrogens and that's a whole different receptor. He, like, knows this stuff, right? She goes, the teacher goes home, researches it, finds out she's wrong about it because it's not true, in case you're wondering, and it's actually healthy for you. It's not even okay. It's healthy. Good Lord. Anyway, she writes him an email and says, oh, I researched and found out you were actually right about that. But here's the thing. Didn't correct it in class. Didn't correct it in class. Hence the phone call. Don't air your shit out. Deal with that between, that's between you and your therapist. If you have food issues and you have a, 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 a ax to grind about vegans, I, I do. Don't air it out with a bunch of teenagers. It's not appropriate. Okay? It's just one of the many things that I deal with on a day-to-day basis. Mm. One of which though is I'm having, enjoying a Trumer Pilsner, Trumer Pilsner made in Berkeley, California. My daughter's a sophomore at Berkeley. I thought, you know what? Having a Trumer in her honor today. She may be having one too, for all I know. You know, the kids at Berkeley. So that was my, um, that was my, was one of the things in my week was dealing with soy feminizes. And um, actually, holy crap, I just realized like 20 minutes ago, I actually ate tofu (laughs) just before I hit this podcast. And now I'm a little concerned. Oh my God, look what's happening. Hello, my name is the queen. I have breasts shaped like crumpets. And it wore off. It was that fast. Sometimes soy does that. It'll kind of, it'll feminize you, but like temporarily, because I don't eat that much. Tofu's fun, 
but I don't want to walk around sounding like that. Can you imagine? On a podcast, probably get more listeners. Hey, here's a groundbreaking article uh, that will shock you. Quote, NPR, these habits can cut the risk of depression in half, the risk in half. That's a tough thing to measure. I don't even, whatever, but okay, fine. Did you or did you not feel like you were kind of, did you do these things and you didn't, half of you? Cool. Okay, great. Um, is it just me or the studies getting a little bit cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? Just the whole kind of way they're, I'm reading the book I told you last time, Whole by T. Con, and he's just taken on the whole way that studies are done and research is done. And it's, it's just so, it's kind of, I'm looking at it through that filter kind of interesting anyways here's the groundbreaking uh, habits i hope you're sitting down because you will have not heard these things this is newsworthy good night's sleep exercise good nourishment and that not soy because then you're going to turn into a girl and the next thing you know you're depressed about it limit alcohol and don't smoke limit sedentary time by cutting back on screen time and cultivate friendships and social connections through hobbies. And I thought, I'm macrame. Why am I not doing this in a group? And therefore, this article has really helped me by half to not be depressed. By the way, so side note, um, any substantial tools in that article of how to get that done in the world? Nope. And that's always what bothers me. How much just figurative paper is being wasted on just the Id most idiotic here do these eat these good luck hope you do okay in the world without tools to get new habits in place but okay as if these are things that people don't know so you're saying if i take better, better care of myself i might not get as depressed about is that what you're saying cool can i can you help me get there you can't help me oh you okay you're not going to help me get there you're just going to tell me what i could do but not going to help me actually get that done. oh okay cool my ultra running book is for pre-order. I'm very excited about it. And the publisher is like, so they're like legit. I got an email. She's like, okay, we got to start the promotion like schedule and scheduling calls three and a half months out. And I'm like, oh, so you guys are professional. That's what's happening there. Okay, cool. Very excited about it. I am running a race in a week uh, or two. No, three weeks, three weeks. Uh, who knows when you listen to this? October 21st, doing the Lake Sonoma 55K. Kind of undertrained, but that's kind of the thing about my book. We'll see what happens. I've run many uh, ultra undertrained, so. Mm. But I'm running it with my buddy Sid and Bree. Deep cut there, right? It's been ages. And so we're, we're, we just, we're like, run it, we're going to run it together. That's the thing, just for fun, right? 33 miles for fun in uh, lots of hills. Anyways, check the show notes. You can click on it and see the pre-order. It's pretty cool. I'm very excited about it. Like I said, they're, they sent me the cover. They sent me the um, the interior. I'm looking at all that stuff. Very cool. They're like, let me have your notes. I'm like, it's fine. Go. Jeez, you guys are the publishers. I wrote the damn book. Go. Put it out. Thanksies and show notesies to all people who help me and support me along the way. Check the show notes for more information about my programs, etc. That, by the way, do help you and do teach you to establish healthy habits. That's what's the difference there not as sexy it wouldn't be a article in npr but it does whatever you want to make a habit i got the tools to get you there they don't offer those in the things because you know why it's hard work and hard work isn't sexy makes your life better but it's not sexy okay how i'd love to see an article that's like this habit will cut your risk of depression by 67.4 percent work your ass off hard don't don't fuck off did just done the author is the, I mean, good Lord. Okay. Uh, the tech limit. 
is the is the title of this episode. Here's the thing about the tech limit. I have a I have a thing about technology. I'm not anti-technology. But like most things, it can be in fact, I, I, I have begun in those of you who know me, if you've read my books, you might know about the light box to heavy box nutrition discussion, light box being the junk food and heavy box being the health, uh, nutritional food, et cetera, et cetera. But I describe um, what I call in my first book, Approach to Natural Mental Nutrition and, and light box of that and heavy box of that light box being, you know, dumber movies. And, and, and again, like you sound, you that makes people go, oh, you don't like, no, no, I love them. But I sort of want to, I also love French fries. So I want to balance those out with the reading of an actual book and social connections, as that stupid article said, like actual things that are uh, nourishing, more nourishing on that spectrum. Okay. It's not black and white. It's not yes or no, not good or bad. It's just the spectrum. Yes. Okay. But so the tech, the tech limit is that is that I, I lo- always look at technology and go, okay, well, what is the general aim of technology, which is to make things easier on us in general? We have great brains, but without context and philosophy and ethics, sometimes those things go awry, like often. But I came across a couple articles, and it, I've 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 taken the if you've listened to this podcast before, you know I've taken the piss out of the new drugs, the Wugovi, Ozembic, whatever the hell they're called, okay, because they're diabetic drug there for diabetes but people are using them for weight loss and they mess with the hormones and they're not long-term studied and so there's always a red flag for me because we always want the magic pill that's our culture and that's our psychology why would we work hard if we can do it easy well because if we work hard and earn it it feels better but oh that's a he said too many words i'm already on to the next facebook post so the first article i came across was in the new york times you won't lose weight on ozempic forever catchy headline and by the way Thank God. I mean, I I don't even know. But anyways, um, it's that people taking these medications won't always lose weight. And the, my favorite quote was, if you think about it, that's a good thing, said Dr. Robert Gabay, the chief scientific and medical of- officer for the American Diabetes Association. It'd be dangerous if you just kept losing weight. You think? Just keep, just keep lose. Just eventually you just go and you just err. And it's just nothing. There's just nothing there. And you're like, I really love this drug. I didn't have to try. And I just dissolved. Quote, the medication, this is an example in the article. The medication curbed her appetite so much that sometimes all she ate for dinner was a yogurt or cheese and crackers. But then one day, the scale hit 240, 25 pounds below the weight she'd started at and stayed there. She was thrilled that her blood sugar levels had come down. Here we go. This is my, again, an outcome worth the side effects she experienced, including nausea and occasional bouts of vertical, vertigo, sorry. But she had expected to lose more weight. So she went from 240, lost 25 pounds, do the math, that's 215. That's not a healthy weight, sorry. And that's where she hit. So she got the magic pill, side effects of nausea and vertigo, Good Lord. And then a little bit pissed that she didn't keep going, kind of going down on that. Gosh, I wonder. That's weird. And then the doctor steps in. No, no, no. no that's, a good, that's a good thing. That's a good thing that you have to stay on this drug forever. Because if she gets off it, she will guaranteed gain that weight back. But here's where it gets more interesting. And I will caution you to say this is not set in stone yet, but it's concerning and it's not surprising. Got it? Okay. NPR article. Reports of mental health side effects growing in the use of Ozembic and Wugovi, these kinds of things. 
the, she, in, the, in the article, noted that weight loss drug Wagovi, which contains the same active ingredient as Ozembic called semaglutide, very attractive name, by the way. I mean, I just wanted to lose weight just hearing that. It includes a warning about suicidal thoughts on its label. She's one of many people taking Ozempic and related drugs who describe mental health problems. But that side effect isn't mentioned in Ozempic's instructions for use or drug label. Are the problems a coincidence or related to the drug? That's what the article says. And look, to be objective, we don't know. What I do know is that these things mess with the body. That's for sure. And the fact that you don't keep losing weight and the fact that if you get off of it, I did I did a class with one guy who was on it and he said he couldn't get it for two weeks and he was just violently ill and nauseous for two weeks until he could get back on it. That sounds great. You know, and his thing was like, there's no other way I could lose weight. And I was like, yes, there was. And I, I'm sorry, but good God. Yes, there was. Eat a bunch of fruit and lettuce all day, same amount of calories, and look what happens. Nobody defies the laws of biology in our species. We want to. We want to be the special ones that just I couldn't do anything about it. I had to take the drug. I talked to this a lot. You are giving up when you take that tack. I'm sorry if that's harsh, but that you're giving up. It feels incredible to earn what you want. But the bigger picture of this technology, and by the way, pharmaceutical drugs are technology. I'm not anti-pharmaceutical. I'm just telling you what it is. They are technology. There are things that are created in laboratories and science experiments and everything to, in theory, get us to a better place in our lives in whatever context you're talking about. But all this hullabaloo and the entire billions of dollars spent on pills and diets and things about weight loss, not about health, not about happiness, about weight loss. This is a discussion about weight loss. Now, by the way, these are diabetic drugs, but they're being used for weight loss. And that's the discussion. And that is the problem, is because it's never about weight loss. What you really want, and I will say it, because I've done this for a long time and I've had lots of conversations. Nobody ever stops at weight loss. What they actually want is to feel good, not to be nauseous, not to have occasional bouts of vertigo, not to stop losing weight, never get to the point where actually they feel good in their bodies. But we talk about weight, they talk about weight, that's where they stop. But it's never about that. They want to feel vibrant and energy and travel and be with their children as long as possible and their spouses as long as possible and their family in general. This is about weight loss. This is a discussion about weight loss, not about health or happiness. It's about weight loss. It's a bad conversation. And back to the whole parenting book, the Raising Healthy Parents book I wrote in there, don't ever talk to your kids about weight loss. It's a bad conversation. Are you selling the idea of treating themselves better to take care of teaching your children how to take care of themselves, not to lose weight, how to self-care? Are you coming at it from self-care or are you coming at it from weight loss? If you're coming at it from weight loss, get your head on straight because it ain't that. Spend three more minutes asking yourself what it is that you actually want. It may be a step along the way, but what you really want is to feel good and to be happy. That's how we're designed. We don't want the stress of feeling crappy in our bodies all day. Trust me, been there. Haven't felt good before. I'm addicted to feeling good. Technology often can always tries, by the way, and will do pretty much everything for us eventually at some point. That is the goal. That's the goal of technology. We create things with our very creative minds that solve supposed problems for our species. Some of those totally necessary, like antibiotics. Overused? Yeah, sure. But good Lord, 
amazing, but they're there to solve problems. And in the non-pharmaceutical drug technology, it's to make things easier. We don't have to roll up our windows for crying out loud. We don't have to get up and walk four feet across the living room to change the channel on a television. There is technology to make things supposedly easier. They will do eventually and try to do everything for us. But there are two things tech cannot do and I don't believe will ever be able to do, and that is to make us happy and healthy. Yeah, for you.